You've been told to drink a lot of water, to always have breakfast, and to eat more frequently in order to increase your metabolism. And all three of these are myths, not backed by any scientific evidence. There's also plenty of other myths like eating spicy food to increase your metabolism, drinking coffee and other stimulants to increase your metabolism, and of course, every new fad superfood will supposedly increase your metabolism, right? You know, coconut oil, quinoa, avocados. But according to the science, there's really only a handful of simple things that we can concentrate on to affect our metabolism. By focusing on these few things, we can actually permanently change our metabolism rather than reading fairy tale like articles about 10, 20, or 55 new ways to increase your metabolism. The first proven way to increase your metabolism is by increasing your lean body mass. Now the exact number of how many calories each pound of muscle burns isn't fully clear. At one point it was believed to be 50 to 100 calories per pound of muscle, but nowadays that seems like an overestimation. Some studies say that for each pound of fat on your body you only burn 2 extra calories to maintain it, and for muscle it's only 6 extra calories, so it's really not all that much of an increase. On the other hand, organs like the kidneys and the liver and the heart can burn up to 200 calories per pound, so it would seem that muscle plays a really small role in your metabolism. However, there's a lot more effects that muscle may cause that we don't fully know about that could add up throughout the day and can easily explain how muscle can be burning a lot more than 6 calories per pound. First of all, these studies are done in a way that keeps protein turnover at a constant rate. Let me explain what protein turnover is. All day your body is creating and breaking down muscle. We refer to the balance between protein synthesis and protein degradation as protein turnover. If you have more synthesis than you do breakdown, then you're creating what's called an anabolic mode and you're building muscle. If you have more breakdown than you do synthesis, then that's what's called a catabolic state and that burns lean muscle tissue. The problem with keeping protein turnover the same in the studies is that most types of resistance exercises will accelerate protein turnover which ultimately increase calories burnt hours and sometimes days after the workout. Some studies show that the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn after an intense workout. So this is a perfect example of how muscle has many hidden effects on your metabolism. When you're done exercising, especially after a weight training session, it takes time for your body to return to homeostasis. Your body needs time and energy to refill the depleted glycogen stores in your muscles and it also needs energy for more protein turnover. So the assumption that muscle itself burns a ton of calories at rest is probably not true. However, muscle after the influence of training, especially strength training and high intensity training, seems to burn a lot more calories in the recovery process. So if you're not exercising, definitely try to incorporate some weight training or some high intensity interval training to help increase the amount of calories that you burn at rest. Like I said, we don't know the full story about muscle, but what we do know is that it does influence your resting energy expenditure. In a study called Age-Related Decrease in Resting Energy Expenditure in Sedentary Women, we get a glimpse of what causes that slowed metabolism that we see as people get older. A lot of people believe that as you get older, your metabolism naturally slows down and there's not much you could do about it. But this might not be as true as we once thought. In this study, the results suggest that a loss of muscle mass as we age, especially leg muscle, can lead to decreases in your resting energy expenditure. The study also does acknowledge that the decreases in resting energy expenditure are not fully explained just by changes in the body composition. So there are other factors at play here. 
The exact effect down to the number of calories burnt for each pound of muscle is unknown, but if you want to improve and increase your metabolism, there is a huge correlation between a healthy body composition and a higher basal metabolic rate. The more lean mass you have, the higher your metabolism will be. Even if it's not a drastic change, it's one of the few ways that you can actually affect the metabolism. Also, as you get older, you want to do everything you can to avoid decreasing your metabolism by maintaining as much lean body mass as you age. There's also two other things that you can do to increase your metabolism. One of them comes from something known as the thermic effect of food. Now, the thermic effect of foods changes based on what macronutrients you're eating. For example, protein is harder for your body to break down than fats and carbs are, so it'll require more energy for that protein source to break down. Eating a higher protein diet may help increase thermogenesis, but what's really interesting is a study that was done comparing lean men to obese men, and it found that body composition is a significant determinant of thermogenesis after eating. The bottom line of this study is that lean men used a lot more energy from the food that they ate than obese men. Studies like this show that even though muscle mass itself at rest may not cause a drastic increase to your metabolism, but when you combine the effect that the lean body mass has on your energy levels and on how you process and assimilate food, we start to see that muscle mass can play a very big role in how many calories you burn per day, excluding exercise. Other studies also talked about the effect that exercise has on how we use carbohydrates post-exercise. Speaking of exercise, that's the third way that we could affect our metabolic rate. NEAT is known as non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is just a fancy way of talking about the energy that's expended for everything that we do that isn't sleeping, eating, or sports-like exercises. Even small things like how much you fidget throughout the day are taken into account when we're talking about NEAT. The crazy thing is, even though this may seem like the smallest factor out of the three, many researchers consider this to be the primary and the most promising way to affect our metabolism. So how can you increase NEAT? Well, you can fidget a lot more throughout the day, or you can do something a lot more effective such as taking a walk. Even though it might not seem like it, taking a walk for an hour every single day can help you increase the amount of calories burnt over the course of a week, a month, and a year drastically. I used to always criticize people that would call walking their form of exercise. And even though I still do believe that you should have higher intensity exercise bouts in your program other than just walking, walking is still a really good way to help increase the amount of calories that you burn on a daily basis in a very low stress way. So it might actually be a good idea for you to get a Fitbit or some other device that counts how many steps you take on a daily basis. So just to recap, there's three major things that you can do to affect your metabolism, and everything else that you see is just not going to provide any kind of real noticeable effects. One is to increase lean body mass, because the effects of an increased lean body mass most likely go further than what we've been able to observe so far in the studies. The second thing you could do is try to consume a diet higher in protein to help you burn more calories throughout the day from thermic effect of food. However, be aware that it's been shown that exercise, training, and lean body mass seem to affect thermic effect of food as well. So a lean person may be able to take advantage of this a lot more than somebody that's obese. And the last thing is to add forms of activity that you don't consider exercise, such as walking, taking the stairs, or just counting your steps and setting a total step goal for the day. 
That's it guys, I really hope that this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to this channel and also visit my website, gravitytransformation.com where you can get done for you fat loss programs that are proven to work. I'll see you guys soon.